editor's note for this episode, there should probably be a content warning, although I don't talk about anything that I, I don't think it's anything particularly like traumatic or triggering, but I do talk about how like experiences in childhood have and continue to impact who I am as an adult. So if that's something that's a bit heavy for you at this time, then you may want to skip this episode. Hey everybody, this is episode three of season two of the Living Luna podcast. Um, If you notice the difference in audio quality, I actually had a little bit of a problem earlier today where usually this podcast is recorded as part of my live stream on Twitch and the details for that are in the show notes if you ever want to join us over there. Um, I actually woke up with a headache today and I tried to stream a little bit and I just couldn't focus. The the, um, artificial light was too much and just generally trying to think was too much so I had to cut stream early, go and lay down in the dark and then um, kind of felt a bit better after a couple of hours but um, I have to get my exercise in so I'm actually skating around right now on my inline skates as I record this so if there's any like background noise or anything like that then I kind of apologize for that. I'm just doing circles around this um, university parking lot, so hopefully security doesn't come and like, kick me out or something. It is the weekend, so hopefully there's not really anyone around that, that cares about somebody <laughs> just exercising in their parking lot. Um, with that being said, it is a full moon this weekend. And what I like to do with the full moon is that aspect of illumination, the the bright light of the full moon, kind of thinking about things that come up in life and the things that we don't necessarily always think about that we maybe need to. And I'm not suggesting that anyone do anything in an unsafe way. If there's, you know, trauma in your life, you should always, you know, work with a qualified professional if that's something that you feel like you need to do. But, you know, when those things come up that we kind of push to the side and we say, oh, I'll, I'll deal with that later or I'll make time for that when it's right for me. And then we never really do. I always try to kind of review those things when the, um, the full moon comes through and see if there's any illumination that um, it can bring to to those things especially when i'm talking about kind of the longest cycles of life and things that um still down for here so there might be some background noise i'm probably not going to edit this one either because of the timing today i'm probably going to have time to pull the audio off my phone and edit it try and upload it so apologize for any like stuff that goes on in here um, yeah, especially in the longest cycles of my life, the things that you know have just always been there that you know sometimes I try to deal with, and sometimes I don't. And it's always helpful to use the time of the full moon to, to see if it can you know illuminate anything that we maybe haven't thought about previously or. You know, just having this period of time where you know that it's time to think about things that might not necessarily be pleasant, but are necessary to work through. 
knowing that it's a defined piece of time and afterwards we can kind of give ourselves a break from it until the next time it comes around. That's why like the cyclical nature of the full moon has always been interesting to me. Being able to, to have like those defined periods of time that come back around again. But at the same time, not have to be constantly thinking in one mode or another, but then also not feeling guilty if we drop thinking about certain things, knowing that we can pick them up again later. So I always found it to be helpful in that way. One of the things that I'll just share for myself as an example, um, I often feel like the things that I do don't really matter and I don't mean that in like a boohoo for me pay me attention kind of way (laughs) I mean more like the things that I do are less significant or have less worth or less value than the things that other people do and that you know a lot of things that I work on just you know I could always just drop them to help someone else who's you know more important than me I think that comes from just, you know, how my parents were. I don't think they meant it in a bad way, but, you know, my father would always try to get help with, like, a building project that he was working on or something like that. And I'd end up dropping things that I was doing to just, you know, hold a piece of wood for him or something. And I kind of internalized that idea that I'm not really doing anything that's valuable. And so as life went on, I've kind of not even really allowed people to treat me that way, but I have just defaulted to that mode of operation where I'll drop everything I'm doing or just not even do something that I want to do to be able to, you know, help someone else out. And it took a long time before I even recognized that that's what I did. So I had a lot of sort of underlying feelings of like not being satisfied with with things that were happening. And, you know, there's a lot of like societal guilt where if you're existing at a certain level and you have like a roof over your head and a bed to sleep in and food on the table, that, you know, you should be happy. Thinking kind of comes in and there's that word should where like anytime the word should comes in, that's always a good um, red flag to at least examine where that thinking is, is headed and what it means because shoulds can be kind of dangerous in that sense. You know, so I would always, you know, never really notice for a long time that that's where that was coming from because I would end up feeling kind of guilty for feeling like the things I was doing weren't fulfilling, like I have enough around me to exist as a person. So what more do I want from life kind of thing? It took me a long time to recognize that the reason why things in my life didn't necessarily seem fulfilling is because I was just dropping everything that I thought was interesting. Sometimes I wouldn't even look into things that I thought were interesting because I thought that, you know, it might inconvenience someone else or maybe, you know, my friends wouldn't like it. So why would I bother if it was upsetting them or, you know, someone else needed something so I shouldn't do this thing. And then I just never did and those kinds of things. 
So that's something that I know I'm kind of examining as time goes by, that when the full moon comes comes back, I kind of shine a light into that area of my thinking and try to, to see like, where are we with that in this kind of cycle of things? Always trying to kind of move that forward to recognize that, you know, that I do deserve to do the things that I'm interested in. And of course, sometimes it is right to help other people. Sometimes the things that need to happen are more important than the things that you're doing. And that's good to recognize too, but it's not true all the time. And it's not true a lot of the time. And those are things that are worth like looking into and understanding and internalizing. So that's, that's some of the work that I'm trying to do personally, swapping out those things that were kind of put there as a child. That maybe, you know, like I say, my parents probably didn't even really mean to do that, but that's what I internalized as a child and no one's ever really told me different or corrected that. So now here I am trying to kind of undo that myself. In terms of tarot cards, I did pull a card before I left, and the card that came up was the Nine of Wands, which is a card that's come up for me a couple times in the last few days, I have to say. And the Nine of Wands is often, I think in the Smith Rider Wait, there's a, the artwork is this person holding a wand, or kind of leaning on it, like it's a long staff and there's eight ones behind them sticking up out the ground i guess symbolizing that they're building something and there's a there's a gap in let's say it's a fence that they're building there's a gap in this fence that where clearly this ninth wand is supposed to go sort of indicating that things are done but they're not complete like there's a lot of work that's been put in there. There's still more to go. And the expression on the person's face in the Smith Rider weight is halfway between resignation and determination. It's that tired look of someone who knows that they still have a lot to do and a long way to go and that they're going to keep doing it until they're done. And I know um, other decks represent that in different ways, but that sort of energy of, you know, the, the ones being the fire cards. I always get that energy of like determination from the nine of ones. It's been a, a long run, but no sense giving up now. Got to push it to the finish line kind of thing. That's what I often get from the nine of ones. I think you, know, you can see how that applies to, to things that we might look at under the full moon if we are examining those things that are longer cycles in our life. And there might have been a lot of work that's gone into, I mean, if we take it kind of literally, there might be a, a lot of effort that's gone into kind of building emotional walls. And maybe we can roll the card in reverse and say that the one that we're holding is, you know, the first brick that we've extracted from the wall. And if we're going to bring down these 
emotional walls that have been built up in some cases without our knowing or really understanding that they exist. It's going to take a lot of effort to bring them down and that it's probably worth it in the long run, but we still do have to put in that time to, uh, and that energy to bring those walls down. You can look at it that way in this context. Mm. And then I don't know that I have a lot else to say right now, except that um, we'll be back with another episode. I know this one's probably a shorter episode than previous ones, but we'll be back with another episode in time for the new moon in a couple of weeks. And hopefully I won't be having a horrible headache and we'll be recording live on Twitch like we usually do. If you have any questions or you want to join in with any community related stuff, we do have a Discord for this podcast and for the I do gaming on Twitch as well as this podcast recording. So if you want to join in with the community, the links for all of that will be in the show notes. We have the Discord split up into multiple channels. So if you're not interested in the gaming stuff, you don't have to engage with it. Just come in for the podcast and the you know witchy slash esoteric talk and tarot talk. And um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. And I will um, catch you again in the next one.